Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Hey, today we are going to be talking about the sifting of the church and the sifting of leadership. I think uh, as I was thinking about and preparing for this podcast, I was wondering again aloud to myself, why is God allowing the church to see what we're seeing right now? Have you thought about it? Have you asked why? I'm sure you have. (laughs) If you're a leader like me, you're always asking why about everything. But uh, before we dive in, let me just give a shout out uh, to each one of you to say thank you for listening. Thanks for making this uh, a top-rated podcast. Um, we're honored when we see little ratings and how uh, we're coming out on top of, of some of those ratings. And I don't do this for the ratings. I don't do this for publicity. I do this because I love serving the kid ministry community. I love serving you. Uh, and I just want to say I appreciate everyone who takes time to listen, who takes a moment to write a review. Um, those are important because uh, it just pushes us up there so that people can see us and hear uh, the Kid Ministry Collective podcast um, because we want to help more and more leaders. Um, that's our goal. That's our mission with the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group and with the podcast. We're here to serve and to challenge and encourage you. And my prayers for this podcast and this episode is to be an encouragement to you, to be a challenge to you. This one's a little tougher of a conversation for me to share with you, but I really believe it, that the message that I have for you is coming from, from God, and, and, and I want to share it from the bottom of my heart uh, in a sincere way. I want you to hear from me how much I love you and how much I care about each one of you guys, and I pray for you. I go through the list of members in our Facebook group and pray over you. Uh, I want you to know that we're here to serve. Um, I do the Kid Ministry Collective, the KMC Coaching, Restoring Leaders. Those are my missions right now. I do this full time. This isn't a business to me. This is a ministry. It's a mission. And I'm here to serve and help you. Uh, That's what I'm called to do. I'm one of the few out there Uh, that call themselves a ministry coach or a mentor that are doing this full-time. My wife and I have fully committed to this. We're fully invested in it. We fully invest financially and in prayer and in time and in energy. And I just hope that this podcast will continue to be an encouragement to you. But one of the things that we're seeing post-COVID now as we're emerging out of this for some of us. Some of us are still in it, depending on where you're listening to this podcast from. But I see in scripture where we're warned about a sifting, a shifting and a sifting uh, of the church before Christ comes back. And I think we're seeing some of that today. I think we're seeing some of that post-COVID in a post-COVID world. I'm still seeing a lot of frustration and discouragement about the lack of people coming back to the church and how few uh, are returning to volunteer 
and how that impacts children's ministry and family ministry, I want to challenge you and encourage you today. Don't get frustrated and quit. Don't get discouraged because then the enemy wins and keeps you from operating in your very best. We know that ministry is not easy. Ministry is hard work, and it's exhausting physically, emotionally, and spiritually at times. I want to encourage you with several thoughts today, and I'm hoping that it will challenge your heart to dig deep and to renew yourself in, in what God has for you. Ministry does take hard work. In fact, a lot of times we think we don't have time to rest because there's so much to be done. And let me tell you, hard work is not at odds with rest and maintaining a sustainable pace, as I like to say. Taking time to rest implies that you're working hard and that you need to, to sit down and relax for a few minutes. You need to rest because it implies hard work implies that you're a, a, a committed servant of God and that you're doing all that you can. But here's the thing. It doesn't allow us, and it does come in conflict with the spirit when we become workaholics, when we feed our own addiction of perfectionism, that we have to get everything just right or we're going to be uh, seen as less than. I know firsthand the pain of burning out. I know the pain of being a workaholic, of relying on my strength to get things done. And I want to challenge you, if you're a minister of the gospel, if you're a leader of leaders, the Bible challenges us to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry to not be the only one. And I hear a lot of leaders say, well, I am the only one. I'm the only one that does this. I'm the only one that cares. And, you know, I used to say that same thing. And you've heard me say this. If you've listened to the podcast at all for any length of time, you know how I feel about that. I had to repent from that kind of pride and arrogance. Yeah, I was proud and arrogant, and I didn't think anybody else cared. And when you really start thinking about that statement, I'm the only one that cares. I'm the only one that'll do this. I'm the only one. Yeah, the enemy wants us to think that we're the only one. The enemy wants to isolate. But the enemy also wants us to think that we're truly the only one who cares. And is that really true? And why do you think it's true? When I coached my my uh, students, my fellow leaders, we ask a lot of times, we ask that why question, why do you feel that way? Why do you think that to be true? And is it really true when you look at the numbers? Is it really true when you look at the facts? The Bible gives us a lot of examples of people who push themselves hard, push themselves to the limit as they served for the purpose of God. But remember, it wasn't just them. Yes, they're highlighted in Scripture, but that doesn't mean that God wasn't empowering them, that the Spirit wasn't flowing through them, because again, we know that God equips those he calls. When he called Gideon to serve him, we read in Judges 8-4 that, that Gideon was weary 
but yet he was pursuing. <laughs> he continued forward in the battle. Even though he was exhausted, Gideon persevered and he won the day. So here's my first principle for this first pod, this podcast about being sifted. Are you allowing God to help you to persevere and win the day? Or are you trying to win the day on your own strength and energy? I don't believe we as leaders can persevere without God's strength, without leaning into his spirit. That's the only way we're going to get through this. Not only that, but leaning into others in the body of Christ, leaning into others into the community, realizing that we cannot do it alone. Let me tell you, when we have the right kind of focus and the right kind of attitude towards hard work in the ministry, things are different. And God blesses hard work. We know the story of David's mighty men in Scripture. I don't think this passage is preached enough. Uh, I love telling this these stories at camp to inspire kids to have that single-minded focus towards God, to have that single-minded devotion like Eleazar had towards David in 2 Samuel 23. He fought the Philistines. He gripped that sword so hard, his whole body was weary and exhausted. And yet he couldn't even let go of his sword. He was gripping on there. And the Lord brought a great victory on that day. You see, my friends, I think what's happening during this post-COVID season is we are, are going to have to grip our swords hard. We're going to have to dig deep. We are going to have to work probably harder than we've ever worked before for the sake of the gospel. But remember who brings the victory. Who wins the day? Our God does. We think sometimes that ministry should be easier, that it shouldn't be so frustrating. I want to change your perspective. Instead of saying, why is ministry so hard? Why won't people return? Focus on what God's doing, even in the midst of all of this. Focus on what he's doing in you. And in those that have returned to serve. Let me tell you, a lot of ministry is really hard work, pure sweat equity, hand to the plow, daily grind, dig deep, sloshing through the mud, digging out. But you know what? The kids, the next generation, aren't they worth it? When you get to see one come to know Jesus, another one that takes a step of faith in baptism, another one who invites their friends to come to your programming, aren't they worth it? So besides digging into the hard work and understanding that there's a balance of hard work and rest and, and sustainable pace, I also want you to think, what is it going to take to continue in ministry right now. I got a couple things that it's going to take. And some of these aren't going to sound that great, but listen, I, I think you're going to see something here at the end of this podcast. One of the first things that's going to take is perseverance. We're going to have to dig deep into our reserves. <laughs> I remember in high school, um, 
I was on the track team. Now, I was not a runner. <laughs> uh, I don't run unless something's chasing me that wants to eat me. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't run. I don't, I've never enjoyed it. God bless you. If you like to run, if that's your thing, go for it. Run to your heart's content. Me, I won't run. Um, I'll do other th activities. Um, I like to run if it's there's a sports related to it, but I, I just don't run to run. I, I don't have that kind of perseverance to run distances. And so I was a shot putter in high school and, and that way I knew I would never have to run a long thing. And yet our track coach always had this delightful way of torturing some of us that tried to get out of running a lot. And there was always one meet of the year where the shot putters and the discus throwers all had to run a mile. And let me tell you, while none of us ever took it too serious, there was always an element of, we're going to dig into this. The problem was, is that none of us had the perseverance or the endurance to last a full mile at the pace that we thought we could do it at. And we would start off hard and get out going and, 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 and everybody be laughing and cheering. And, and, and of course, you know, we were all making different noises and grunts and groans as we would walk around. We were making faces at people alongside the track who were trying to cheer us on. Our focus wasn't singular of, of being the winner. It was more of just surviving. And I know sometimes that's the way we feel right now is we're just trying to survive. We're not even sure how long this race is. How long is this going to last? How long is this drought of having people not wanting to serve going to last? What's this going to look like on the other side of when we truly are out of a pandemic? Listen, I don't have all the answers for all of these things, but I do know that it's going to require us to be persevering. We're going to have to dig deep and realize this truly is a marathon and not a sprint. It's also going to require us to dig deeper into our service. We are going to have to serve more. Yeah. We're going to have to dig deep. We're going to have to, like I say, push our, put our hands to the plow and don't look backwards. Because we keep looking back at what it was like before. Well, it's time to stop. Get your eyes focused forward and realize we're not going back to the way things used to be. As bad as we want to go back to normal, it's not going to be normal the way we thought it would be and the way we used to know it. We've got to focus on the right things, and it's going to take perseverance. It's going to take service. We're going to have to stop worrying about so much of, of, of all of our spiritual gifts and, and, and forget that it's going to take sweat and gumption to execute those gifts. We've got to focus on, on our obedience to God. And we've got to act in response to that, what we know we're supposed to obey. I know sifting is painful and sifting is hard. Sifting is unpleasant. But I also want to remind you of this. And I'll get ready to wrap up with this thought. Everywhere in Scripture that I see a sifting happening, where I see changes happening and huge shifts in the way things happened, the way things were, guess what happens next? You start to see God do amazing work. 
And what I see is the principle in scripture. And I want to challenge you to lift up your eyes and to realize that the past is a mentor for our futures. These events that are happening are preparing us for what lies ahead. And I don't know about you, but I believe that God's on the move. I believe that God's giving us great opportunities to reinvent ministry to children and families. I believe God's getting us the opportunity to simplify and focus on what really matters most. So have you asked yourself, what is that, Lord? What is it for us? Don't ask the Facebook groups. <laughs> Get on your knees before the Lord. Get into scripture and say, God, by your spirit, would you speak to my heart? Would you show me through your word? Would you confirm to me in others and in your word what, I, what you want for us? What do you want our ministry to look like? What are you preparing for us to do? We sing that song sometimes that says about greater things are yet to, to be uh, yet to be done in this city. Greater things are yet to be done. Boy, God is so faithful in working through circumstances to show his power and his glory. Will you trust him in it? You know, the Lord allows us to go through positive and negatives for a purpose. He promises in Romans 8.28 that that's to be true and that we we'll never know or fully understand everything of why we went through those circumstances, but we can be assured that God is at work to do good in us. Look at Philippians one, six, look at first Peter two, nine, that reminds us that nothing touches your life unless it's been uh, gone over in, in God's timing and God's provision, he's allowed it because he knows it will build for you in what lies ahead. God is at work, my friends, in you and in your ministries and in your communities. And while I know it seems like we're in a volunteer drought, we're in a shift of cultures, we're in a cultural war for, for what is true and what is right and what is godly, what is good? What is moral? Listen, God is at work. His return is very soon. So let's put our hands on that plow and let's lean into it. Let's focus our eyes straight ahead. Get our eyes into the God's word and let it focus us straight to where he wants us to go, my friends. Let's come together. And let's make family ministry and children's ministry the best it's ever been. Will you join me in that? Listen, guys, this is so much bigger than me. This is bigger than, than any one thing and one person and one ministry. It's going to take all of us leaning in. So I'm going to challenge you. If you're a listener and if you're part of the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, I have a challenge for you. I would love for you to come into the KMC Facebook group. And in this, in, in this post where we're putting up the podcast, I would love for you to share with us 
What are you going to focus on in these next few months? What are you going to put straight in front of you? Why do you believe God's allowing this sifting to happen? I want to hear from you. I want to react with you. I want to encourage you. I want to continue to build into you. If I can be of service, if I can help your ministry or your church, please reach out. Uh, I do a lots of ministry coaching with churches. We can talk about realigning your ministry strategies. We can talk about outreaches. We can talk about volunteer training and structures. If you need personal coaching, if you need help, reach out to kmccoach.net. Set up a time to talk. I've got a mastermind group that's opening and going to be closing uh, very quickly. Um, and we'll probably, we might be opening up a few more, but we'll not be offering uh, at the, at the rate we're offering right now, which is kind of crazy, but check it out if you need to, or maybe you're really hurting and you're struggling right now. Maybe you are just totally overwhelmed. Your, your, your spiritual life is dry. It's been a while since you felt close to God. You're just drained. Head over to Restoring Leaders and set up a conversation there. We don't charge for our conversations at Restoring Leaders. When someone's hurting and burned out, we want to serve you. We don't want anything from you. We want something for you. Our ministry is supported by gifts and donations from believers and friends and family ministries. If you'd like to give, there's a giving button on the Restoring Leaders page. We'd love to have your, your support financially. But that's not why we do what we do. If you're hurting and you need help, we're here to serve. We want to help you be ready for the hard work. We want to help you gain that perseverance. We want to help you learn how to serve and serve better. We want you to see that what God is taking you through is preparing you for greater things. So my friends, I hope this podcast has been encouraging. I hope you realize God's doing some awesome things. Share what God's doing in the group. Keep challenging each other. And again, let's make this generation one of the greatest ever for the glory of God. Thanks for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective podcast. Join me for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.